10 observations I think, I think, about the coronavirus. We are at the halfway point of April, and it is abundantly obvious the world is pretty much at a standstill thanks to the coronavirus. Sports are non-existent. Millions upon millions have been laid off, and even the oldest members of our communities now know how to video call one another. Unfortunately, the hardest truth about the coronavirus is that many thousands more will die, and right now, every country is merely trying to limit the damage. But with all the craziness going on between maxed out hospitals, protected personal equipment, and destroyed economies, certain facts have emerged that I think are worth concentrating on and will help us all get through this global pandemic. So, here are 10 observations I think I think about the coronavirus. Coronavirus observation number one, we can and should blame China. I've written about this before, but China is at fault here. Not Chinese people or those with Chinese backgrounds, but the murderous, communist, totalitarian regime of China is the main reason people are spending their days and months inside. If China was more worried about the sanctity of human life, rather than whether or not they looked good, they could have limited the effects of coronavirus by 95%. So next time you're doing a sit-up in your apartment and wishing you'd rather be doing a squat at the gym, go ahead and feel free to blame the communist Chinese government. Coronavirus observation number two. Propaganda in 2020 is hilariously easy to spot and still effective. The Chinese government, the entity you can most blame for not eating at a restaurant in April, is great with their propaganda. It's not the most inspired propaganda and is really easy to see through. However, some people have so much hate in them they'd rather blithely parrot Chinese talking points and debate whether the name of a virus is racist rather than blame the people that allowed the virus to get out of hand. If you at any point during all this have defended the government that tried to blame the U.S. military, lies about their death total, and is still harvesting the organs of Uyghur Muslims, you need to take a lap and hit yourself over the head with a tack hammer. Coronavirus observation number three. Mainstream media is terrible. This one is closely related to number two. But if you're getting your news from CNN, Fox News, the New York Times, and others like them, um, why? We've reached a point in all this where respected journalists are busy trying their hardest to turn President Trump against Dr. Anthony Fauci rather than provide us with relevant information and ask pertinent questions. Or implying the Surgeon General is racist despite the obvious problem of him being, you know, black. And the polls are proving the point. Only a third of Americans trust media at this point, which, in my opinion, is still too high. Coronavirus observation number four. Trump is a bad pandemic president. Trump was right to stop all flights from China at a time when everyone said he was overreacting, including Joe Biden, although the New York Times would like to pretend otherwise. The move was to buy time, but then he screwed the pooch with the next month by essentially doing nothing. Now, Trump is busy fighting the media because the media is terrible. But if there was ever a time when he should just let it slide off his back, it would be now. However, that is so not his style. So we get these stupid tete-a-tetes, which provide nothing useful. If you ever wanted Trump to just shut the hell up and let subordinates do the work for him, this would be the perfect time. And that is not happening. This observation number five. Americans have a bad hero complex, and it's only getting worse. Orange man bad. Trump's a genius. People have opinions about Trump that run the gamut. 
But a hero has emerged through all this. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Even though Fauci was wrong numerous steps of the way, he's doing the best he can and is doing a pretty good job with the available data. More on this in a moment. Because of this, many are clinging to their new hero, Fauci. Why? Why do we have this overpowering need to glom on to heroes? It is what makes Trump so divisive. It is why people like me despised Obama. Hope. Change. Terrible governance and the fomenting of divisiveness. We need heroes, and apparently we do not care where they come from. Dr. Fauci is just the next man up in our long line of heroes. Good guy? Yes. But a new national hero? Come on. Coronavirus observation number six. The real heroes are the medical professionals. Soldiers, police officers, and firemen. And your parents. In normal times, those are the real heroes and the people everyone should applaud for simply doing their jobs. Why? Because they know every time they go out on a shift or deployment, there's a chance they might never come back for simply doing their jobs. But an oft-forgotten set of professionals are showing their badassery through all of this. The medical professionals. Paramedics, ambulance drivers, CNAs, LPNs, RNs, anybody working at a nursing home, senior residential community, PAs and doctors of all walks of life are doing their jobs knowing they could possibly catch a deadly disease. These people are unrelenting badasses and should be treated as such. And it will be a shame if we ever forget the lessons learned here. To go out every day in the face of a disease takes the type of mental bravery and fortitude usually reserved by the soldiers, police officers, and firemen. Heroes, all of you. Corona observation number seven. Parents are putting in some serious work. I'm single, don't have any children. Hey, always wrap it up, folks. And have the least stressful coronavirus experience imaginable as my job is in high tech. My one gallon Stetson off to you parents out there dealing with children during all of this. I read the tweets, memes, and messages from parents every day and do not have the slightest clue how any of you are existing successfully right now. I seriously expected there to be a couple of terrible stories about parents losing their cool with their children as they somehow have to do their job, homeschool their children, and cook every meal for them at home. And yet, there are no mass murders or rampant influx of children into adoption agencies. To all you parents out there, seriously good work. Also, how the hell are you doing it? Coronavirus observation number eight, small town life wins big over big cities. Growing up in a small farm town, I've always been a proponent that less is more. Well, there's nothing like a global airborne pandemic to make people think twice about living in a city rather than a small farm town out in the middle of nowhere. You do not have to change much and adjust to social distancing when your nearest neighbor is a half a mile away. Need to drive to the store? Hey, gas is at a multi-year low. Live in a city, you are forbidden from going more than 100 yards away from your place of living. Which would you rather be in right now? Oh yeah, small town kid life for the win. Coronavirus observation number nine. This is not sustainable, but not for the reason you think. Everybody is asking the question right now of when can we open things back up? The bad news is that answer is probably not for a while. However, it will have to open up at some point, and that point is probably sooner than most projections would have you believe. Most people see things opening up around uh, about the fall at the earliest. But there's absolutely no way people will stay inside through the summer months. Not because it's too long of a time to stay in lockdown, although 
That is a massive psychological issue not enough people are taking seriously. But because it will not be logistically feasible for everyone to be in lockdown during the summer. You mean to tell me that millions of people are going to stay inside, in cities, in the summer? That literally makes no logistical sense. At a time when food shopping is a somewhat dangerous endeavor, so more and more people are ordering out, you think people staying indoors with their air conditioners at full blast in the dead of summer is going to work? We're going to have rolling blackouts in every major city in America, and I'm deathly afraid of what will happen when all the lights go off. Yes, we've been pretty kind and jovial through all this, but that's because the weather is nice. If the summer hits and the blackouts start, this could get ugly, real Real fast. Coronavirus observation number 10. The best dumbest article during coronavirus comes from the world of sports. When the San Francisco 49ers lost in idiotic fashion to the Kansas City Chiefs, it was a heartbreaking defeat. Robert Sala and the 49ers defense completely botched the fourth quarter, and head coach Kyle Shanahan is quickly building his resume as the new age Andy Reid of clock management. Yes, They totally got screwed by the officiating crew blowing the biggest call of the game to crickets. But was their defeat actually a blessing in disguise? That's the thesis of the best, dumbest article during Corona times, courtesy of the Wall Street Journal. When I first came across the article, my initial reaction was, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. However, I am known to enjoy funky premises, so I tried to keep an open mind. The more and more I read, the more and more I found myself nodding along. All this is to say, in these crazy times of ours, there is always a silver lining. Whether that is finding more time to call your parents and grandparents, learning a new hobby, or realizing the football gods might always know what they're doing, even the worst of times might have a purpose behind them. So so stay happy, stay healthy, and enjoy these times as much as you can.